We've got an announcement. We're inviting all of you to join us as an Other Men team member by supporting us on Patreon. The team likes to joke that Lord Baltimore funded the last season, so we're asking you to overthrow the royal code and help fund what you want to hear. For five bucks a month, supporters will get muy exclusive exclusivos. And don't worry, translation services won't be part of the exclusives. I'm not sure that we're sorry about that. But you will get access to gems like a private bonus episode each season, outtakes, original songs, public dance videos. This is legitimate. You name the song and I will make a dance video in public for you. As well as access to the thousands of voices that live in my head, including this guy. Who talks like this and he will call you and leave a voicemail message. There are different access levels, and my god, if you want to pay more, you'll get more stuff like free tickets to live shows, access to a private Other Men helpline, merch, and just tons of other things. This show has traditionally been self-funded. It's a labor of love, and with your help, we can keep it going. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash other men need help. That's patreon.com slash other men need help. Or you can click the link in the show notes. I hope you enjoy this bonus episode. Other men need help sometimes. Help, 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 help. Yeah. Hi, friends. It's been a few months, I know. And what has the other men team been up to since you last heard from us? Well, Ben got a new job. So did Becca. Wait, so did Caitlin. Hmm. I taught our cat how to eat goldfish crackers. And then we got Sunday to eat another goldfish cracker. Sunday. So We're busy people. And when we all met for our first production meeting, it included some catching up. We were finishing. All right. Uh, how are you guys feeling about the meeting? And Becca had something she wanted to share. Yeah, I have a, I have a story. I would say it's a cautionary tale. <laughs> it's a good story. It involves a boy, a prop, and something I call the bottle open maneuver. This is Mark Bagan, and you're listening to Other Men Need Ways to Pick Up Women. This will make sense in a minute, guys. While we prepare for an ambitious third season, we're offering some bonus monthly episodes for you starting with this one. We've got two stories for you. We have a live one from the incredible Allison Leiby and one from our own associate producer, Rebecca Seidel, which we are just at the beginning of. So Becca's in the East Village in Manhattan. A dude approaches her on not just a skateboard, but a penny board. It's like a little skateboard. We're talking and mostly he's talking to me about his skateboard. 
he's like, oh, do you want to try it? And I'm like, no, I'm really clumsy. I'm going to fall on my face. He's like, no, try it, try it. And I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, really, it's fine. Um, we'll come back to Becca's story in a minute. But from the second Becca started telling this story, I could tell what this dude was doing. I never got good at skateboarding. I don't ride a motorcycle. But early on, I recognized if you want to pick someone up, you need a prop, a reason to showcase brawn, and slightly deviant behavior. And that's how I settled on the bottle open maneuver. Many of you have seen this before. Some of you can do this. But for all the others, especially the ladies out there, let me, let me just show you. You get yourself a beer bottle, but you know, you got no way to open it. So just, just hold on a second there, you know. I got a lighter, and I'm gonna take that lighter at the bottom base of the lighter right here. You know, I put it up to the lip of the bottle cap, and then I push that lighter down against the friction of the bottle cap. I'm gonna bite my lip just a little to have you pay attention to my tough, but you know, kind of sweet exterior. You know, if you do this, you can do it quickly, but also silently. And if you say anything in your instruction, make sure you use the word fulcrum because it shows not only are you tough, but also a hidden genius. Or maybe you do the thing where like, you hand the bottle and the lighter to the woman, you say, hey, why don't you give it a try? Let me show you how to do this. Then once it's done, pop. Here you go, girl, a Corona just for you. While I was doing this, I mean, I, I never learned how to properly open a bottle of wine. And I found myself at dinner parties destroying a cork and having someone look at me and go, uh, dude, are we even going to be able to get that open now? But the bottle open maneuver, the bottle open maneuver, man, I did this for years. Maybe I grew out of it or maybe someone made me realize how ridiculous I looked. I can't remember. And then... But here's Becca's skate dude. Conversation wraps up. He's like, oh, like we should hang out sometime. Using his board as a prop. And he goes for it. Asks for my number. And she gives it to him. Sometimes it's just easier to give your number. It's easier than trying to make an excuse for why you don't want to. Or And also I was like, this guy seems nice. Like maybe we would get a drink or something. Um, I wasn't totally close to the idea. Anyway, so I give him my number. We part ways. A few days later. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Preemptively. I have no idea what's going to happen. Maybe nervous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a few days later, he texts me, want to hang out next week? I'm like, maybe. We'll see. And it's um, like, oh, well, maybe this works sometimes. A few days after that. But no. I get a text from him that just says, hey, what's up? Dude texts once, but then follows up minutes later with a phone call. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Followed by a text saying, oh, sorry, butt dial. Sorry, that was a butt dial. So then I get a notification that I have a voicemail. A voicemail. I open my phone. I'm like, this is a long voicemail from this guy. Like, what is this? And I don't know if I should play it for you or... Yeah, play it. Okay. <laughs> This seems like a very flat surface. Have you ever rode, like, ridden like a skateboard or anything? <laughs> a longboard. So you know how to use it. It's so easy now. I'm kind of feeling like it might fall. Not going to fall. I don't know how much I want to do this. Don't worry, I'll hold on to you. Uh, right foot forward or depending how 
Whichever way. Unless you have my snowboard. Right. Ooh. So I'm, I, I kick off with my right. I'm put my, I'm put my, have my right foot on the board. You know, really high. I'm nah, really come high. on. Now you can't back down. Sorry, I'll, I'll help you. I think I'm going to have to try. First rule of comp, I'll show you. I'll demonstrate. Okay, go ahead. So, it's pretty much when it, with the, the smaller board, you want to put your foot a little bit closer. Otherwise, if you put your feet up here, you're going to fall down and die. Okay. So, obviously, just like just like a long board, if you stand on it, you're going to fall because there's no momentum. But, it's why we're so cool. Me and my friend Will, we just go out all day just like skating. That sounds a lot of fun. Yeah, we are so hot. We're like dancing on the board. We go to like the west side, like the high line. Then we like go around here. And There's skate parks over there. Yeah, but mine's just going from point A to point B. Not really just for like new tricks. Maybe next time. Anyway, it was a pleasure. Well. What's your number? <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh my god! That is scripted. That is that is. That is. I can't believe that. When I first started listening, I was like, is that me? Like, did he record us? And this is what this is? And then I realized <laughs> this is his move. Do you think it's wrong to have a go-to thing that you do to pick someone up? So is using a move okay? While we sit with that question, we're going to move on to our next story. It comes from one of our live shows. It's a story about working out, well, not a pickup but some weird male behavior. Our story today comes from Allison Leiby. Allison is a comedian, she's a writer, she's written for The President Show, The Opposition with Jordan Klepper, New York Times, lots more. I'm a huge fan, I love her dry tone on Twitter. Um, seen her perform a number of times, we were delighted to have her. And we're gonna go to Allison now, who told this story for us in September 2018 at Le Poisson Rouge in New York City. Time for Mark, you guys. This is great. There's so I love that like the top, it's like men need help, and like 70 people come out and they're like, we're here. And like a woman's like, I need help. And people are like, buy a magazine, bitch. I don't know. I don't have time. I don't know a ton about uh being a man. I'm a woman. Um I don't know a lot about masculinity except for the losers that I date. Um <laughs> I mostly, I, I, but I think that they're tied up similarly. I think that there's like insecurity and constant kind of like hypocrisy in all of it. Like I struggle with the fact that like my favorite place to get a bikini wax is called Brave Kitty. <laughs> and it's a woman owned business that I want to support and tell my friends to go to, but I just can't say that name out loud <laughs> and still consider myself to be a 34 year old adult. When I was a, like when I was a teenage girl, like I feel like all of the men uh, that I was uh, interested in were like kind of like lanky, tall, big poof of hair on top. They all looked like upside down mops. That's the look, which is non-threatening and also cleaning <laughs> as a woman, you know. <laughs> but like I, uh, I, I liked those kinds of guys. Uh, yeah, like because like when you're a teenage girl, like you don't want like you're not after John Ham. Like that's not the look. Like that's like a terrifying man and like. <laughs> Now I'm like, nothing about that is terrifying. <laughs> Everything about it is great. Uh, but when I was in college, I did date, uh, I dated a guy who was uh, one such mop. Uh, he was an upside down mop. He was a, he was a lightweight rower. On the, I was a rower as well, and we met doing that. 
It didn't work out because uh, we had nothing in common except for that he fulfilled this bizarre cleaning method uh, ideal I had for what boys were supposed to be like. Uh, and we broke up and we ended, I, he just sucked. I don't know, there's not like, it's not an exciting part of the story. Um, we broke up and the following Halloween, I saw him at a costume party. It was a Halloween party. Uh, my friend, my girlfriends and I all dressed up like a, a made up boy band of hunters that we created called In Season. So... We were good at Halloween. He was dressed as a woman, uh, and he was way hotter than me. <laughs> like, big, like, gold curls. Like, he has, like, a blonde curly hair and, like, tall and thin, and he just, like, put some fake boobs in a sequin tube top. And I, like, ended that night in my friend's basement 12 beers deep, just pouring chips into my mouth, being like, why? <gasps> oh, why is he hotter than me? <laughs> That's, I mean, and, like, I think we all probably suffered from that, uh, the insecurities of that. But as I've gotten older, I've dated all the different kinds of men, uh, capital M, you know, I've dated the finance guys who, like, only wear suits and answer the phone going, what? Like, you know, <laughs> they're fun. Um, I've dated the guys who are, like, way too into CrossFit. You know, so, hard pass. You know, I've dated the, like, the well-actuallys uh, of the world <laughs> who, like, you know, they'll have a conversation with a woman, but they're still going to win it. <laughs> and you're like, wasn't a competition, just wanted to talk. So many. There's so, but the the la I, the last seven years of my life, I've been in a relationship with a guy um, who, when I met him, uh, he he's very uh, he like kind of like the ideal like man that you think you want to meet because he's like super. He was a personal trainer, which like great, <laughs> just great uh, physically, <laughs> just really. Great. I've had bad luck with personal trainers in the past. I mean, I like I my my actual personal trainer once said to my face, you know, you have the body of a former athlete. <laughs> Not a compliment. <laughs> you have the face of my former trainer, you're fired. Uh <laughs> But this guy was like, he, I, met, uh, I met him doing comedy. He was another comedian. He was a personal trainer, but he was like also weird. He had a soft speaking voice. He was a little feminine in that way. He would like talk to me about clothes, which I was like, yes, this is my dream. What? You'll fuck me and you want to go shopping? Like, this is all I want ever, <laughs> forever. And I thought he was great. Like, I just, I feel like, you know, romantic comedies always painted men to be these like super, I mean, they paint both genders to be like kind of these like, unidimensional, like, characterizations of people, right? Like, I grew up watching Kate Hudson movies. Like, she lied to us about everything, you know? <laughs> it's a shit. But, like, the guys in those movies always see the... And, like, the woman is always this bizarre, perfect thing, except for, like, one flaw, which is that she's just, like, kind of clumsy. <laughs> it's like, why every time does she stand up, she becomes, like, a drunk baby deer in high heels? It's just bizarre. But, like, the men would... All, I feel like the men in those films were always, like... I don't know. I mean, like, she looks like a supermodel. She has a $4 million penthouse. She's like the head of an ad agency or a magazine writer. That's all that women do. Uh, you know, she eats burgers, but she's still thin. She's got cool friends, nice car, dresses well, nice family, great dog. But, like, oh, I saw her fall once. <laughs> she seems too complicated for me. <laughs> Like, meanwhile, in those films, that guy is always, like, sleeping in his old football jersey and, like, his laundry is his bed. And you're like, how are you casting judgments? 
doesn't make any sense. And but I feel like I grew up with that kind of insecurity that like you had to be a certain thing. And like here's this like super handsome, cool, funny, great guy like who was really into me. And I was like, this is it. This is a real man too, not a fucking I wear a vest and go to nightclubs kind of piece of shit. You know, he really was great. We've dated on on and off for seven years. We never discussed uh, the status of our relationship in seven years, which is almost impressive as if, if it wasn't such a nightmare. <laughs> like, how, I don't know how close you have to be with somebody to finally be like, are we dating? It's been half a decade. <laughs> like, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> um, but he's, I always thought that like one of the things that made him the most a man was that he like loved uh, going down on me. I don't know. My rule about orgasms is the same as my rule about the subway. Like, I have to get off first. You know? That's... <laughs> no more of this rushing in, like, I gotta get on. You can't. Um, but he was great. Loved doing that. Everything about him was, like, really amazing and perfect. Uh, we dated for seven years. And, uh, like, I have to check that stat. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um... But uh, and I always thought that the great thing that, that we had together was that we shared this career. He was a stand-up. He understood my life. We were never in competition. It was this, like, fantastic, real, honest. Like, he would always just, like, send me texts whenever I got, like, big jobs and would be like, great job, babe. Like, really? That's how he talked. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a red flag that I ignored for seven years. Um, but, like, he was always very happy. You know, I would get great writing jobs. He would be like, we have to go get drinks and celebrate. Like, just no competition, no threat whatsoever. Uh, and, you know, for, for almost a decade, it was really great, uh, until a couple of months ago when he and I were both auditioning for the same thing, and, uh, we both had great, we both had great sets, he's very funny, and, uh, a couple weeks later, we were hanging out at my apartment, and I was like, hey, when's your callback? And he was like, oh, did they give those out already? And I was like, ah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> I found out weeks ago. <laughs> Uh, but I had to like kind of like hide it because like I was just like no I mean it's fine you know those things roll in and like whatever I mean mine's like tomorrow but like I'm sure yours is like next month and it's totally not a big deal I mean this is like the one thing that we're ever competitive over and like it's not a big deal um, he kind of like just sat there for a second staring down then like he was like I'm gonna be right back and he went to the bathroom and I think he regrouped in some way which I was like that's fair if you don't want me to see that super emotional side of you it's only been seven years <laughs> That you're still afraid to have a fucking emotion in front of me. I guess we're not dating. But he like went in the bathroom two minutes and I just kind of sat there and I was just like, I'll just stay quiet the whole time and just not know what to, what am I going to put on the TV? I like a lot of things. I was like, should I leave? I don't know. It's my house. <laughs> but maybe that's the answer. And so he, uh, he came out of the bathroom and was kind of like, you know, he seemed fine. We chatted for like a minute and then he was like, let's have sex. And I was like, okay, great. <laughs> that's, you know, a good language for us. Uh, we had probably the most intense sex that we've ever had in our whole relationship, which I was like, I get it. You're working through something right now. You're very upset that you didn't get the thing that I now have gotten, which I didn't even end up getting. That's the best part is I didn't get that stand-up opportunity, but like he kind of, and we finished and he kind of like rolled over off of me and just like faced away. And I was like, no, <laughs> you're so mad at me. And like, normally like, like he was a diagonal sleeper, which we're not going to bed every night making a percentage sign of, like, you, me, and the wet spot. Like, that's not <laughs> the layout. But we were just, like, very far apart parallel lines at this point, just sleeping. I was just like, I'll also roll over and look away so you don't have to deal with whatever you're feeling towards me because of the jealousy and the rage that I know that I would feel towards you but would just say it and be a person about it and you weren't. 
go lift weights about it. I don't know what to do. Uh, in the morning, I went into the, and took a shower because uh, I had to go to work. And normally, like, he would hang out. We would have coffee. We'd walk to the subway together. And I, like, walked out of the shower and just, like, opened the door. And he was, like, standing at my front door, fully dressed, shoes and backpack on. He was like, I'm going to go. And I was like, okay. You're so mad about this. This is awful. Like, I'm sure it'll blow over. And so he kind of walked out, and I, you know, put on clothes and went to work and was just, like, mulling over it all day. And that's the last time I ever saw him. Thank you. Again, this is, like, raw and new, and that's why it's, like, a little loose. Um, Yeah, I, like, after all, like, I guess it, like, doesn't matter, like, how fit you are, how many miles you can run, how many pounds you can lift, like, how much pussy you eat. It, like, doesn't matter, like, if you can't handle, like, a more successful woman than you, like, to me, you're just, like, not a man. (laughs) And that's where that ends. I'm sorry. I think that's the end. Thank you guys so much. Good night. You can find and follow Allison on Twitter at Allison Leiby, L-E-I-B-Y. Let's get back to our discussion with Becca. Do you think it's wrong to have a go-to thing that you do to pick someone up? On the one hand, I'm like, this is kind of gross, but on the other hand, I get it. Immediately my response is like, no, gross, don't do that, it's a routine. But the other part of it is like, no, he's just like confident and like good at having a conversation. I don't know how I feel about that. On the one hand, I don't think it's bad to have a line, but this just feels too coincidental. It just feels like either he wanted you to hear that or he must do this a lot. It made me wonder how often he does this. Like if this was just a total coincidence or if this is something he does like five times a day. I think the problem is like you ended up giving him your number and it wasn't so much that it was successful. It was that correct me if I'm wrong, it was that he seemed like authentic when he was talking to you. Like he, you could tell that he was interested, of course, but it didn't feel like it was something that was, uh, that was a routine for him, right? No, he seems confident. And I think he comes across as confident here. It didn't seem not genuine though. It just seemed like, oh, he can have a conversation. Have you lost respect for people with long boards? <laughs> it's a short board. Yes, yeah, Oh, it's short board. Yes. Short board. Have you lost? <laughs> have you lost respect for people with short boards? For men with short boards? I feel like I might be a little more afraid of them now. <laughs> like I, I see one skate near me, I might be like, oh no. <laughs> Maybe this is a cautionary tale to all of you going into summer, whether it's a longboard on the street or opening bottles of Corona with a lighter. Just keep yourself self-aware, man. This episode was produced and hosted by me, Mark Bagan. Our lead producer is Caitlin May Burke, and our associate producers are Rebecca Seidel and Ben Goldberg. Engineering and editing was done by Rebecca, Ben, and myself. 
Our logo and illustrations were done by the fantastic Iga Zhebek, who is now taking a leave to be a new mother. She just had a kid. The kid is super cute. We wish her all the best. Special thanks to Alison Leiby and Le Poisson Rouge. You can subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Support the show. Go to patreon.com slash othermenneedhelp, or you can click the link in the show notes. Until next time, adios. Ciao, ciao. Bye.